so fuck fuck banana trees they're 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 it's a horrible idea to try to grow banana trees to stop wildfires they're a terrible crop like they're a blight on humanity that's gonna be our intro now we'll just we'll start right there we'll that's fine the banana tree rant yeah. there are no context to it i just hate like it when bobby with wesley i just no hate one knows it. what you're talking about i just hate it when nerds <laughs> like try to use turd, turds nerds try to use <laughs> fantasy to fix stuff like elon musk is just like why don't we just go to yes elon why don't we just go to mars you dipshit speaking of uh turds with ideas we'll be talking about giant toxic dumps later shall um, i go into my uh intro oh, oh and 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 chairs for dumping yeah yes yeah. yes oh you're right this is gonna be yeah. a dump heavy episode you're it's welcome wesley. Dump heavy it's gonna be a heavy yeah. dump episode <laughs> a heavy a heavy dump episode made just for wesley uh well, if you want to if you want to introduce us so people know right, right. who we are so uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen, out there in Radio Land. This is those muckrakers coming to you live once again through the power of the internet. I'm Pat. I'm Pete. And I'm Bobby. And, and this uh, is episode 113. Man, you know what? It was like a big accomplishment to get to episode 100. And then <laughs> I feel like the last 13 episodes have taken us as long to do as the first 100 uh, just about because it took us an entire year plus four months, four and a half months. So yeah, the amount of time it took us to do a hundred episodes is about yeah, uh, about that long as the next thirteen. That is, that right. is not wrong. So it's all about quality, not quantity. <laughs> we don't have either. Yeah, that's true too. Um, <laughs> hey, you know what? We're like the Elon Musk of podcasting, right? We're like, why don't we just make a podcast that everyone listens to and it'll solve all their problems. I think our uh, last video the- got 17 hits on YouTube. I don't know how the I don't know how the podcasting apps are doing because I don't have any of them. You know what? I don't even bother looking at the analytics anymore. It's just like at this point, I'm just I making stuff. Check. It's uh, it goes like we were reaching a crescendo at around 80 to 100 listeners an episode before we went on our uh, year plus long hiatus. The oh, last episode about- on SoundCloud hit oh 15. Yeah, before right. that hit 17 though so listen i have been telling all of my friends to just you know put it on your phone turn it on if you don't want to listen mm-hmm. to it just put it on mute and let it run you know you know what we need Get to do views, baby we need to hire that chinese tell them chinese. to tell two friends we need so to it's hire... not chinese it's vietnamese i will no, have you no yeah. the the, the, just... the chinese guys that play pokemon go and all those videos where they have like 30 phones and they're just bicycling around the city we need to find uh, one of those Go guys actually banned in china but well we need to find back. one of those guys and be like listen i need you to download the podcast or stream it on well, all that, your phones that that is the thing a listener farm i'm not kidding they they do it for uh for hit songs on spotify yeah they the just prob- have rooms that are filled with old electronics that have been sent for recycling hook them into wi-fi put them on spotify and then that's how you get that's how you that's how uh they get plates the problem that, with I mean, that is the very real thing. That's what Trump's old used to do. Yeah, bots, just give them that wouldn't, stuff. that wouldn't satisfy my ego though. Like I need, <laughs> I need, I need people like writing me emails, being like, "Hey I man, need hundreds of Wesleys." Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Dude, I have another idea. Let's get. Um, okay, we'll do the type of um, you know listener farm, except they don't just like autoplay it. They play it while like outside on their phone like on a busy sidewalk and they hold it up to people's ears and just make them listen to our episodes as they walk by so now people Honestly, are still listening to it just not the listener farm you're on to something. Not make Podocracy. this is a pod tatorship and you will listen <laughs> you're you're on to something but we need to do it like the old political cars 
did in the 1950s, or as they did when I was growing up in Georgia, we've got like two, yeah, two speakers and it's all like, listen to those muckrakers. And then it plays the episode as they just drive up and downtown. Oh, perfect. Oh, I mean, that's going to be really confusing to people when like the car drives by at like uh, a minute 45 of an hour long podcast, but you know, but still yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll figure it out. Bananas. I mean, after a while, all these podcasts sound the same anyway. So, like, yeah, pretty much, just three they'll, white they'll guys. Catch on to what's going on. Just three white guys talking about stuff. Well, that, that's what I, I have a couple of friends who are like, Bobby, you're so interesting. You should do a podcast. And I was like, white guy gives his opinion on the internet. Seems like a fairly saturated market. I don't think I'm going to start a <laughs> podcast where I just talk. My like, my, my issue is, it's like. I'm super happy that we're reaching a new level of like, we're pushing for equity and like, you know, maybe we shouldn't only listen to like white guys and stuff. I'm just mad that I think I missed the high watermark of like white guy stuff where you can just walk into a factory and they're like, Hey, do you want to be a CEO? And you're like, yeah. Yeah. That's how Tucker Carlson got his start. He just like walked into a newsroom one day and they're all like, Hey, we have a, a career sitting here. Would you like it? And he's like, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just, that's what he's been doing ever since. I don't want to do that. It's not that I want to exclude other people. I would just like to walk into a my, a career that doesn't exist anymore, uh, just because of who I am, not based on my merits. Well, well, well and it's also and it's also uh, some somebody tweeted this, or maybe it was a Tumblr post. I don't know, but they were like, "I'm just really sad to have been born into the the era of fuck around, only to now find myself in the era of find out." Like. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much pretty much uh Perfect. speaking of um of uh fuck around and find out um today's first headline i love i can't did we follow this on one of the previous podcasts i don't know uh, which one see. you're talking about oh uh, the the um confederate monument i don't remember if we started we, with we the brought first it up we mentioned it i mentioned i think i mentioned it as a headline but uh so so on the podcast so so like the the daughters of the confederacy for people who don't know what that is um the daughters just, of uh, i'll say just know bobby you're gonna have to do the lost cause myth in like 30 seconds because if not yeah. we'll be here for like four hours with us just cursing at the confederates well well basically basically um the the daughters of the confederacy are a group that has been around since uh, the 1890s but essentially they were founded as a way to continue the cause of white supremacy not just in the south but across the country by framing themselves as you know ladies who lost their husbands and sons in the war and oh wasn't that war about states rights really terrible oh we should never have another war over taxation should we that Question. was what the war was about and would it yes. make a difference if we change the name of the civil war to fuck around and find out no i think it should be called the southern insurrection yeah that actually, i that really do sense. yeah and that that actually that actually goes into like a whole bunch of like you know ass grabbing and jerking off goes into like oh robert e lee was such a brilliant oh, he was don't really even... good robert e lee was really good at strategy he was shit at tactics i've got a whole thing the... about that where stonewall like, jackson was good Robert E. Lee just happened to have himself a Stonewall Jackson until he got his ass there's, shot. There's a lot of myth-making surrounding both of those men. Uh, Stonewall was a fairly crazy person. Yes. Like, even his own wife was like, yeah, he was a bit screw loose. And Robert E. Lee oh, actually... Does, it, um, does, my, does my book show up? Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. It's Absolutely. 
yeah, uh, yeah. good read anyway, but you're anyway, right no so, yeah so the, the daughters of the confederacy are a lost cause group they they are the lost cause group yeah. they, they're the ones that really got the ball rolling and uh they definitely supported the first iteration of the clan you know the one that was going around terrorizing black families directly you know direct mm-hmm. action and um to keep them from voting whether it was republican or otherwise and um anyway so uh they put up monuments all over the country usually during times of racial tension they also got uh, control so, of the history books and so, were able to like rewrite well, the history curriculum I, as well yeah i know but we don't have time yeah, to go into that we're yeah, like, why trying to get like to the statues um so anyway a lot of the statues so. and whatnot that they put up were just mass-produced bullshit and it like you know statues like generic robert e lee statues in four different sizes come pick yours up it was kind of like you know girl scout cookies but with statues of mass murderers and um and also the whip snap yeah exactly <laughs> yes, yeah I'll yeah no you. look 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 i want I'll some pick- samoans and can i get a um william bedford forest as well because yeah, exactly. i really love exactly. racism so so most of these statues, and it's why whenever, you know, well-meaning liberals go, well, it just belongs in a museum, not on a pedestal. Most of these are, number one, not museum quality pieces. Number two, we have multiples of the same statue. And that's part of the problem with that. But we're getting off track. I've got yep. to get through this, all right? Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, because uh, I realized that I have been monopolizing talking. So I'm trying to stay on track. Stop distracting right. me. Anyway, so they are the group. They are pretty much the group that has been putting up these statues. But like I said, most of them are mass manufactured. They're not really, I mean, they're symbolic, but they're not, there's nothing really special about them until they do something super big. Let me see if I can like this chair. So ah, that yes. chair last month from it a Confederate comfy. memorial in Selma, Alabama, of all fucking of all places, yeah, 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 went, went missing, and for a while there, no one knew who took it. Well, anyway, so so the statue was a chair. It was meant for Robert E. Lee, like to to sit on, and uh, even though it was it was put up like twenty years after he died. Um, Anyway, so this thing is 300, maybe like, not 300, it's like 400, 500 pounds. And it went missing last month. And just last, a group calling themselves White Lies Matter, L-I-E-S, not lives, but lies, like you are a liar. Uh, If you say it too fast, it gets kind of confused. Anyway, so uh, White Lies Matter uh, claimed responsibility for stealing the chair in a uh, in a press release to uh, local as well as New Orleans media. Now, there's a lot of speculation that this group is based out of New Orleans. They claim that they are uh, trying to take direct action to fight the like uh endearing legacy of racism in america take it on directly so what they did was they also sent out a um they they sent a ransom note to the daughters of the confederacy uh saying that if uh their demands were not met that uh they would convert the chair into a toilet and ta-da Dan. you know this is my so favorite they, form of terrorism after well, eco-terrorism well it's it's property crime is a, a uh, property pro- property crime is is a victimless crime i'm very sorry if 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 yeah it's it's not you it, it's not criminal it should be handled civilly but anyway um anywho so um but the story gets weird so what were their demands well their demands were that by this past friday 
which was, uh, well, no, not this past Friday, the Friday before, um, which was the anniversary of Robert E. Lee surrendering to General Grant, that the Daughters of the Confederates, uh, the Daughters of the Confederacy had to place a banner on there. We're going to a third location now, Richmond, Virginia headquarters, which, by the way, was firebombed by protesters shortly after Charlottesville, which fucking go i didn't know that but that's fantastic and i wish yeah, i had yeah, they, I, if i had they, known that i would have gone and visited and just like taken selfies they, like next to it they, yeah they 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 lost a lot of stuff in there there were uh like letters and things like that but it was just kind of like eh, it's property crime it's, it's a victimless crime you, you can go fuck yourselves you should have spread instead of keeping it all to yourselves it belongs in a museum you're not a museum you're a hate group anyway so um but the, the what they wanted what what white lies matter wanted was for the uh daughter of the, for the daughters of the confederacy to put on their uh, to put a banner on their headquarters with a quote from asat sakur who was a um who was a black civil rights uh champion in i want to say the 1970s she was arrested for murdering i want to say it was a new jersey state police officer yeah i believe that's right that, that, uh, highly doubt that, that victim, um, another that, victimless that, crime Good <laughs> Lord. Killing, killing anyone in New Jersey is a victimless crime, but yeah, um, especially you know, a New so, Jersey cop. Um, so the story gets even weirder. Uh, so, so, so the deadline came and went. They were claiming they were going to make the chair into a toilet if their demands were not met. Oh, and here's here's the quote. Here's the quote that they wanted. I have it right here. Um, quote: The rulers of this country have always considered their property more important than our lives. Which so very very poignant. It's very, very poignant to we're upset you stole a chair right? over what the chair represents, which is what so, the group was trying to get across. It's, it's just it, weird that like they wouldn't put that banner up because like that seems like people that support slave owners would be like, yeah, yeah, we, we, we're all about our property. Like, yeah, exactly. Not even that bad. No, no, no. Well, well you, you forget. You forget that this generation of the Daughters of the Confederacy are 100 percent convinced that the war was about states' rights, that slavery had little or nothing to do with it, and that the South would have just freed the slaves once they became an independent country. Sure, it wouldn't have led to an apartheid or a Holocaust, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so getting beyond that, because the story gets even weirder, okay? So uh, they released the they, they released photos, which you can see here, <laughs> of someone uh, taking a shit in, in the chair. That but if you really look up the photos pay. and you look up the articles on this uh, story, a lot of people, especially on Twitter, were saying that doesn't look like the chair. And in fact, white lies. It doesn't look like a human. It looks like a mannequin sitting on it. It's, it? it's a person. He's got a lot. He's got like pancake makeup on. They're hiding their their identity basically. Right. With I see. So I was going to say that really so, begs the most important question here that I don't think anyone's answered yet. Uh, who would use a stone toilet that's been sitting outdoors? It would be cold. It'd be covered in spiders. <laughs> Definitely mosquitoes would get on you. Well, I mean, they stole like, it. That, they they could have put it. They 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 could have put it inside a house and gotten it nice and warm. Well, anyway, anyway. So they, they turns out the, the photos, the photos that were released, were not the actual chair. They were a um they they were a uh, a, a styrofoam replica, but they 
in fact steal the chair. And they alerted, I believe it was Orleans Parish Sheriff's Office, which is the the New Orleans is congruous with its count with its parish county. Right. And so, uh, but it still has a sheriff's office. So they alerted them and sent them GPS coordinates <laughs> to where the chair would be. And so they went and picked it up and they, you know, turned turned it over and they sent out press releases saying, you know, yes, we took the pictures, but it's not the real chair. We didn't act, we actually cleaned the chair. We just wanted to get the point across that this is what the, the daughters of the Confederacy actually stand for, et cetera, especially with the especially with the the, the secure quote. I, I, I don't like I don't like that ending. I would have given the police. Yeah, I, I, I don't like it either. But it's also if these people who have who have thus far remained anonymous, if they get arrested, what are they being arrested with? That's right. Temporary moving theft. Temporary moving of a stone chair. Temporary, temporary. I mean, it's burglary at best, but they did return said thing. They could totally claim First Amendment. And and they did mention in their original statement was um, uh, these things are just toys to them, toys that they no longer play with, which is very, very true. Like uh, I had a relative get super mad for the listeners and watchers who don't know. I'm originally from Louisiana, got super mad that Robert E. Lee's statue was coming down in New Orleans. And I was like, well, why? And they're like, it's our history. They're erasing it. I was like, pretty sure they tore down all the all the statues of Stalin and it's still taught in the Soviet Union or or in Russia. And I know that I know that. You know, Stalin I live. Like, I live in a very but, Russian. But also, I live in a very also, Russian part of Brooklyn. I can't remember. I can't remember a single time growing up, going to New Orleans on like a vacation or something, like like a three day weekend or something. You know, go down and get beignets and coffee, and then going to the Aquarium at the Americas, the John James Audubon Zoo, and then we'd all end up under the under the statue of Robert E. Lee on Lee Circle with a packed lunch and you guys would just regale the children with stories of the confederacy no that never happened we never paid attention to the statue because we're white people and we're not supposed to pay attention to the statue that's for the black people to pay attention to that was the point of the statue they're not erasing history they're taking a bigot off of a podium in the middle of downtown I mean, like, I know that I, all the all the Russian people I run into in Brooklyn, I know that constantly I have to always tell them who Stalin is because they're like, listen, without statue, oh God, yeah. without statue, I don't know who Stalin is. Like, oh, I on. mean, can you believe Miami took down their 32 foot tall statue of Fidel Castro? The the Cuban, the the the, the children yeah. of Cuban refugees now have no idea what happened. It's not erasing history. It's, it's just not, it's it's, it's just not a, taught in school. It's just about what you Fidel want Hood. to. It's about what you want to honor in your history. Just like how many Cornwallis statues are there, you know, like celebrating the American Revolution. We're like, we'd also like to honor the brave British and the Hessian mercenaries that fought to make sure that we stayed a colony. No, and it's actually it's actually really funny. All these people going it's a patriotism and yada, 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 yada. Yeah. Um, the citizens of New York during the revolutionary war took a statue of king george the third melted it down and made it into musket balls that's the like, most yep that's the most like patriotic <laughs> yeah. we talked about that in the, the washington podcast yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm, I'm going yeah. to shoot you with bullets i made out of a statue of you yeah exactly, exactly. but yeah now you see yeah, fuck the fuck the monuments um all right so uh let's see here um so this was something this was kind of a, an interesting news story i wanted to talk about because i wanted to ask the question how long would you be willing to go to jail for $1.2 million? Ooh. Um, six months. Six months? Yeah. Um, uh, actually, this, no, no, no. This, Let me revise that. Three months. Three months. Is this, is this, this is right. Is this that was like, my original answer was three months. 
because uh, a human can endure anything for 90 days. So more than that, and it would really start to uh, grate on me. Uh, I feel like uh, well, I don't more know. than I mean, three months this... would only be greatly suffering and damaging to me psychologically. But like at that point, when I get out, would the million be worth it? I mean, a million dollars can get you a long way, but would it last me the rest of my life? It would um, give me several years off you, that you I didn't have to work, but... I... I mean, you could definitely take 500000 to live comfortably and put the rest away. But here's my question. what, Which prison? Am I going to prison with Bernie Madoff? Or am I going to prison with Alcatraz seeking shelter at the this border? Is, this is a good question because I feel like, uh, Bobby, you could probably answer this. Um, the reason I ask this is because a former New Orleans dispatcher was mm. arrested after refusing to return $1.2 million accidentally placed in her account. Now, the reason this story is bullshit is because she her immediately moved the money. Her face in the mugshot is beautiful. She, her face in the mugshot is beautiful. She's, she just looks like this is bullshit. Um, exactly. What's amazing about it, though, she immediately bought a house and a car, but like they managed to recover most of the money. I think it's bullshit because you made the mistake. How are you going to go after her for theft? And also, <laughs> $1.2 million doesn't matter to the fucking bank. Um, well, and it's not a bank. It's 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 a right. it's a brokerage. Sorry, it's a brokerage. brokerage. Yeah. If it had been a money. bank, she could have so kept this... it. Bank errors in your favor is yeah. your money. Yeah. Um, I mean, according to Monopoly, it's your money, right? <laughs> like if it says bank error in your favor, you never have. But to I guess because it's a, you don't go directly to jail it's, for that. It's for the drawing that between, card. Yeah, it's the difference between a brokerage and a bank. I so had my, this discussion with a couple of people. I'm going to guess that. Did she get to keep the money? No. They no. want the money back. They're going to take the house. They're going to take the car. She lost her job. And they're probably going to try to. Did she spend the money whenever it uh, showed up? Like she used it to yes. buy all that stuff? Yes, immediately yeah. and move the rest of it and wouldn't give it back. Um, so the, why didn't she move overseas to where she'd be outside of like where they could do something to her? I don't know. But the re the, 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 the jail, <laughs> I'm guessing the jail that she would go to uh, is probably Angola. Is it Angola in Louisiana? The big boy prison? Yeah. Angola is the big one. Yeah. yeah. Angola, which I think had the highest, like stab you in the face rate of any prison for like a long time. Well, in the Angola, Angola is also where, uh, Catholic nuns protest the death penalty. Pretty much mm -hmm. almost every day because Louisiana not only has the death penalty, Angola is where it happens at, and death row is located at Angola. And these people are oh, kept and she stole money from white rooms. people, so she's getting the electric chair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a but, black um, woman no, 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 that like um, got money from white people she wasn't supposed to. Yeah, they're sending mm -hmm. her ass to Angola like that. But anyway, and Angola, Angola's on a lot of like human rights watch groups because the state of Louisiana refuses to even air condition death row. Yeah, because of course, well, we, really Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, what's they're yeah, gonna die? What's a bunch the of point? assholes? Yeah, holy it's, shit! Uh, it's, it's cruel and unusual in the ninety percent humidity, hundred and two degree weather of of basically. So, like Angola. Sorry, oh my god! I, it I sounds like my ex runs that place. She would just keep I the heater on all the time. I, I can't put my foot on the stream. So uh, I'm like a person from Michigan who can just go. I'm from here. I have to do like a, a boot shape. So can you guys see that? Yeah. Angola. It's the like New Orleans is here. Angola is about here. Mm -hmm. It's just up river. Well, it's up river Baton Rouge. And uh, it's actually right next to a gigantic nuclear power station called Riverbend. Um, so but, I, guess, uh, I guess the question is, how long would you go to Angola for for $1.2 million? Angola? I mean, if yeah. I was in minimum security, it'd be fine because all they do is farm. Well, I get to keep it or do they also repo the money from you? No, in, in, my, in my fantasy scenario, you get to keep it. I would not go to jail for any length of time for no money. Like that's dumb. Like, 
but it's also a very good it's also <laughs> a very good thing for everyone who's listening always always keep in your back pocket just in case keep in your back pocket a list of countries that do not extradite to the United States yep yeah that do yeah, not extradite absolutely. that's the first thing I thought it's like she just moves yeah. she could keep do that. a little bit of googling into how to open an offshore bank account that can't be immediately seized by yeah. a shitty brokerage firm that accidentally gave you 1.2 million dollars yeah. yeah, I mean, she could still be seized, but yeah, like she could have tossed like 500k into that and then like moved overseas and then she's good. Yeah, or exactly. I would have found yeah. I would have found a friend or a relative that you like trust and been like, listen, I'm about to wire you a shitload of money. Um, if you no, fuck no, me, not a Nigerian prince. No, I swear this is terrible. If, if you <laughs> fuck me, if you fuck me, I will kill you because I'm gonna go to Angola <laughs> if this goes wrong, and I'm gonna be coming over to whatever fucking country. But yeah, I felt yeah. so bad for this lady because like I felt like the brokerage firm should have gone like. You know what? We all made mistakes here, but we got I get most the feeling. Sorry, I was gonna say I get the feeling that um, the person you would pick would be like Wesley. You'd give him all one point two million, then he'd come back for it in a few years. You'd be like Wesley, where is it? And he'd be like, Oh, my dad found it. He bought one point two million dollars worth of lottery tickets. Yeah, on yeah. It. He didn't you know anything. Or, or Wesley, Wesley is the guy from the fairy tale. Like, oh, I spent one point two million dollars on some magic beans. <laughs> Except they aren't magic beans. They're just regular beans. And now I'm going to Angola with no money. No, they really were magic beans, Peter. I just ate them with my mashed potatoes. They were delicious. So yeah, that was so that was just that's, yeah that just that news story just gave me like that that like how long oh, would you be willing to go to prison for? Life. Her face in the mugshot is like it. Like, it's just it I really it. it really is bullshit. How hard they're going after her? They really should have been like, tell you what, you keep the house and the car. We get the rest of our money back. We'll agree never to talk about this again because this looks really stupid on the brokerage <laughs> firm's part. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. So, Wilder, you wanted to get in and tell us to get into some serious uh, stuff that's going on. And Jesus Christ, uh, has it been yes. happening? His name's uh, Dante Wright? Right? I, you yeah. know, honestly, this is going to sound really shitty to me. I can't keep up anymore with who's been uh, unreasonably gunned down or murdered by police like this week. So it's a it's a new video out of a black guy in military fatigues. He's oh yeah yeah okay yes I remember this one. And um, he's pulled over and they walk over to him. A cop draws a gun and shoots him and kills him. And he like freaks out. He tries to drive off. But he's already shot by the time he's speeding away. Like he's running from people that are trying to kill him, which would be the police. And so the police's defense was, "Oh, we were scared." And this is where I'm going to dip into what uh, Trevor Noah said about this. He had like a whole speech on it, which I'd like to um, lift and like paraphrase. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of it to uh, discuss it because I feel like he has the best point that I've heard. Uh, first of all, he starts off by saying, you know, I watched that video s- several times and the only scared person I saw wasn't police. It was Dante Wright. He was clearly terrified. The police said, oh, I thought that was my taser, not my gun. And that's why I fired on him. I oh, I'm sorry. This was the like, I got my taser and my gun mixed up. But up, but up. OK, all right, I, yeah. I remember the details of this one now. All right. So like uh, apparently that really is uh, a thing. Like um, on more than one occasion, the police have uh, meant to pull their taser, but pulled their gun. Maybe that's just a common excuse, though. If they shoot someone and they're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I'll say it was my taser. That could be it. Like it's a reoccurring excuse. Or they, or maybe tasers feel exactly like a handgun. I don't know. I remember question, tasers being a little square box, right? Not yeah. handgun shaped. Well, the the, the now, ones now, nowadays yeah. they are handgun shaped. Yeah, but they're maybe also they shouldn't do that. Yellow. Yeah, well, my, they're also my, bright yellow and bright orange. But my like, question is though, like, 
if you murder somebody and then your excuse to get off is gross incompetence, is you that not fired? Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. that not still a crime? If it was like, I didn't mean to kill him. It was well, an accidental accident. death is clearly not homicide. Wait, yeah. so, it is so somebody, second degree. Uh Oh, so wait, is it somebody third actually yes, did, third degree if it's accidental? Somebody actually did some digging and according to us crime stats and police stats, um, this, uh, uh, in 2018, an event like that, where they mixed up a taser and a gun, apparently happened in twenty. I believe it was twenty eighteen. I don't have it right in front of me, uh, but it was it was just over a hundred times. But not all of those occurrences were fatal. So, yeah, it sure. is not it it is not common, but it does happen. But also, yikes on bikes! My I, fucking god! Like, I think I think the reason they said that not because you actually got the taser and the gun mixed up. I think the police union lawyer or whatever representation got to her well, was like, "Listen, here's what you say: you got your taser and your gun mixed up. It's happened well, before." Here's here's yeah, but if you watch the video, if you watch the video the whole way through, her immediate reaction is, "Oh my god, I shot it!" Like it can be accidental. It can be for, but it can still be. It can Holy also shit, we be, need to send this she, one away. And I could just be flabbergasted why... that she actually shot him because she got carried away at the moment. I've seen yeah. uh, an officer yelling at a black man, you know, get down, put your hands behind your head. And he complies 100% of the way. And then after he's all the way down and his hands are behind his head, the cop shoots him with oh. a gun that's unmistakably a gun. And when interviewed yeah. later, the cop said, you know, you know why, why, why did you shoot the guy? And he's like, I don't know. He had no answer. Well, there there was that case, um, so I believe be, it was uh, 2015, 2016, of a, uh, a caregiver of a disabled man literally in a standoff yep. with yep. Well, not a standoff. Yeah, yeah that, that's like, the story. Surrounding him. And, and he's on the ground with his hands behind his head saying, don't shoot. He's disabled. That's, yeah, that was, yeah, that's the one we were, that's what we were talking about. And then about. they shoot the caregiver and he's yeah. like, yeah. It, the, the he was prob- called for the disabled guy, but he shot the caregiver. The, the problem, I think the problem so, comes down to when you're training people as if they're an occupying army or like they're soldiers, but you're giving them whatever dipshit local yeah. PD training and yeah. then turning yeah. them loose it, on the streets, but going, remember, the everyone's the enemy. If yeah. you give everyone a hammer, then everything, every problem starts to look like a nail. So that's what they're going to yeah. be doing is they're going to yeah. be looking for something to hit with their hammers. Yeah. And that brings us back to Trevor's point, the point that I was actually going to get into which is uh, Trevor says the the most common excuse he hears is that it's just a few bad apples in the police force that we got to root out. It's a few bad apples, but they're all gen- generally good people. And he said, "I agree. I agree. They are good people." But you know, he doesn't believe that the problem is that it's a few bad apples. He believes that the tree itself is rotten. It is not that it has produced a few bad a, a few bad fruit. It's not that it produces bad fruit occasionally. Is that it is doing is producing exactly the type of fruit it's designed to produce. Otherwise, what we would be seeing out there are the good apples. Right. Which is not to say there's not good people. They're mostly good people, but we're not seeing the good apples in these situations. Saying, "Hey, you're choking uh, George Floyd for a bit too long. Maybe you should stop. Hey, maybe you shouldn't shoot that guy. 
hey, maybe you should stop doing this. We're not seeing police officers trying to rein, rein in uh, the officers that are the bad apples. The bad apples are killing people and everyone else on the scene because they're never alone. There's always a bunch of off other officers there. Everyone else on the scene is not stopping them from committing these murders. They're letting them do it because everyone understands that the point is to keep poor people down. And the poorest people are black people. So black people disproportionately become victims of the police. Well, there yeah, is, there is, if the you system have, is producing yes. what it's meant to produce. Yeah, if, if you have two bad cops and 98 cops who won't do anything about the two bad cops or are unable to do anything about the right, two bad unable. cops, yeah. you actually have 100 bad cops. There's a, there was a whole article so I read. But it's also no one finishes the adage. Oh, it's just a few bad apples. What's the rest right. of Spoil the, the bunch. You know, rest apples of the spoils the bunch. bunch. Yeah. No, no, no. I found it's it's um uh Pete, what you were talking about uh right at the beginning of this little segment. Um right, about someone bananas. tweeted someone tweeted uh what's well, at Michelle underscore Norris. We interrupt the coverage of the shooting of a 13-year-old boy that interrupted coverage of traffic stop shooting of a 20-year-old man that interrupted coverage of Derek Chauvin's trial for killing George Floyd for yeah. a new for the news that eight people have been killed at a FedEx facility in Indianapolis. Lots of prayers. Too soon to do anything about it. So Can't talk about it. There was a whole article. God, I wish I'd say this article, but the person was actually, uh, instead of all the talking about the other crap with police shootings that don't help, they go, the problem is you actually need to go into police academies and you need to change the way and the mentality that they are training police because they are taught. They're showing a whole bunch of videos where people get to jump on cops and traffic stops and all this other stuff. And then they are taught that the old ad, this, this adage they have that it is better to be tried by 12 than carried by six. So it is better to kill somebody to be sure, and then be judged by 12 jurors than it is to possibly make a mistake yourself and get shot and then be carried by 12 Paul of six Paul bears. That's the mentality they're carrying. So listen, you know, Wilder, I'm sorry uh, if you accidentally get killed, but you know what? It's better you get killed and he goes to trial where he'll probably be exonerated than you possibly kill him. Yeah, because the 12 are going to look a lot more like the cop than they will the victim. Yep. Generally, yeah. Um, and so that's the thing. No one's going like, we actually need to shut down all police academies, like immediately complete the review with the whole way they're being trained. Because I was on the fire department for a long time. I was a very paramilitary organization and you absolutely are fucking jazzed up to do what you were trained to do. We, you know, I always said like, you know, we didn't want anybody's house to burn down, but we sure as fuck wanted to be the first one getting a taste when a house was on fire going in the front door, change that over to policing. You know, oh, you hope a crime doesn't happen, but man, you want to be the one to kick in a door and put a gun in somebody's face. Cause that's what you're trained to do. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's move on from that. That's super sad, uh, making me feel depressed. Um, do we want to do we want to do toxic waste, right? Yes. So we had a choice between two stories. We can either do a banana stopping fire or the giant toxic dump. Um, and so this we chose is, this one just for you, Wesley. You're welcome. And this is kind of a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I guess a bit of a spread, but uh, it, it, it ties into just <laughs> a bit of a spread. Like cheese. Uh, All right, continue. Yeah, it's uh, what do you call it? Yeah, I didn't even mean that one. Um, so <laughs> they just recently found, I got to pull up the exact, uh, what do you call it? But the sci scientists basically have found a gigantic toxic waste dump site off of the Los Angeles coast. Um, and it was completely forgotten about. Uh, apparently, 
uh, it is leaking a ton of like the chemical DDT, which was banned oh, because fun. Yeah, because DDT this has is, this. Go ahead. I was gonna say this is uh, Pete Science Corner, by the no, way. Sorry, yeah. So everyone. Sorry. Da, 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 da. <laughs> this is yeah. This is Pete Science, old Pete Science Corner. Uh, if you didn't know what DDT was, it was used in pesticide for a long time. But the problem is. I can't remember what the word is called, but it builds up and then all the animals eat it and every animal that eats another animal gets in the food chain. It kills them. It's horrible for the environment. So I guess when DDT was made legal, uh, they just went slightly off the coast of like Catalina Island in, in California. We're like, why don't we just sink it? And then somebody, I guess, was like, should we seal these containers? And they went, it's the 1940s. Fuck them. And so... Now, now the, they're just sitting down there, just doing their thing, getting into the ocean, getting back into the fucking uh, food chain. Um, and the problem is, like, uh, we don't this is forgotten about. They just some some egghead scientists working for UCLA or somebody just happened to have a submersible doing something else. And they're like, let's go take a look. Oh, a toxic dump site. There are so many of these in the United States right now. Yeah, yeah. They're Run. called Superfund sites. Like it, ha- it's so such a frequent occurrence. We have a name for it. Are they called Superfund sites because they're super fun? No, fund. F-U-N-D. I know. I know. Oh, being an idiot because it's a special fund that the I want to say the EPA has set up for dealing with them. Yeah, like a, it's like a special congressional fund. There's I growing up in Louisiana, we have tons of them. Do you guys remember whenever Philadelphia, the story about how Philadelphia had like a barge of garbage that couldn't be unloaded anywhere because because like, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, that's uh, what uh, spurred on the modern recycling movement. Yeah. Yeah. Well, turns out um, turns turns out Louisiana was one of the places that uh, that that garbage barge tried to go to. We were also set to be uh, the burial site for four of the Ebola victims from like 2015 that um, had died on U.S. Uh, soil and is, the state is, of Louisiana passed a law that anyone dies of Ebola, they cannot be buried here. And everyone's like, oh, that's racist. That's not it. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. Our state has a knee-jerk reaction to burying anything anymore because we are literally, we are full. We're full. Yeah. We yeah. have also, too many fucking burials. <laughs> also, Louisiana and the water table, whenever it gets bad, bodies oh, pop up and float. that's not the whole state, though. That's, that's not the whole, the whole state. state. They, 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 no, no, no. They, they, just, it was, was going to be up in the hills terrifying. around uh, uh, Bossier City and Shreveport. Yeah. I, I just think Southern that, Louisiana's very low. But not flooding and grandma's going down the street. No! <laughs> yeah. Why are we burning it, Ebola victims? Look, it, it does, it does happen. It, well, they died, so they got cremated. And yeah, the state of Louisiana refused to take the ashes. <laughs> just to be safe. Be... Just take yeah. the Ebola victims and bury them in Wesley's backyard. It'd be really funny to me. I'd to me, funny. Look, I'd be happier putting those motherfuckers in a catapult and fucking launching them <laughs> out into the Atlantic Ocean. Like, bury... Mm-hmm. Dropping Ebola victims in Louisiana near all these water sources is how, like, a horror movie starts where someone's yeah. like, whoops. Next thing you know, Ebola zombies. <laughs> yeah. Or a toxic adventure. Yeah, like be super uh, there's there's so many. Or Godzilla, fucking... isn't that how that started? No, there's that's nuclear waste. There's no, so many. Well, mostly Godzilla got started because he was an ancient creature that had been dormant, and then atomic testing in the Bikini Atoll woke him oh, up. That's another great. That was, that was ah, his right. Would you call the yeah. Bikini Atoll a super fun site? Because that place is fucked up. There is an island uh, that the United States tested stuff on. I think it's the Trinity site. 
but it was so radioactive that in order to contain it, we built our own sarcophagus. You know how Chernobyl has a sarcophagus yeah, yeah, over yeah. it? We built our own. It is a giant dome. It's just a tiny, narrow little strip of an island with this giant dome in the middle of it in order to keep the, the Trinity site under control. Because that was a runaway chain cool. reaction. Yeah. They accidentally created a massive bomb that they did not mean to. I forgot all the science behind it. Uh, yeah. Kyle Hill. Has well, my 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 argument is, and this is this goes into oh, change it to old old Pete's apocalypse corner. Um, <laughs> so there's uh, there's that show Life After People, and if that and the super fun sites have taught me anything, um, it's that whenever society break, whenever we go through whatever societal breakdown, we're like. We're no longer managing like our societies like we should. All of that toxic waste plus all the new toxic waste is just going to be everywhere. So if it does break down, there's not going to be any like wandering the wastelands, you know, in your hot rod for gasoline. You're just going to be like bicycling around with lymphoma and tumors until you die. Yeah. Like that's the apocalypse. Like you're hungry. Your head is three sizes bigger than it should be because of all the fucking tumors and everything tastes like fucking oil. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be terrible. So, yeah, that's that's Pete's Science Corner. If you ever want to, it's kind of like when the FBI released the pedophile map, you know, where you could just like how many how many child sex offenders live in my neighborhood. Do if you look up. Yeah, if you look up up super fun sites, uh, you'll be like, I wish I hadn't. Yeah, I you, you really to, now. Hold on. You, no, Super you, fun. You don't, you don't want sites. to because you're going to find yeah. one in your backyard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, ah. yeah. It's also, you know, those oh, people. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, those yeah. people that like fight for like, there's they don't been, want. <laughs> there's this oh, many yeah, the of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they don't want, they don't want the storage of um, stuff like that in their neighborhood. But meanwhile, they all live next to railroad tracks that, that crash and drop that stuff all the time. And they're already next door to three super fun sites anyway. My point with Pete's, Pete's Science Corner is we're all going to die. Everything is hopelessly polluted. The only thing we can do is rely on Elon Musk to get us to Mars. Well, well on, we must... on that happy note, uh, I'd like, can, can, can I do my new segment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby, go ahead and do your okay. new segment. Uh, so in order to... Uncle in Funhouse. In... in in order to lighten things up, this week we're going to start a new segment called Everything in the Past Was Terrible <laughs> to lighten the mood. Uh, so anyway, uh, what, what I'm going to talk about today is something that I think a lot of people have been. Um, so through the pandemic, I have heard some well-meaning people that are like, you know, we need to wear masks. We need to social distance. I don't understand the people who aren't. We did it during the Spanish flu and with that got us through. But it's like, it's like, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. We didn't, we didn't. It was about the same ratio of people saying, fuck your regulations that we're seeing today. We saw back then. So today I want to talk about a very, very fun moment in American history called the Philadelphia Liberty, Liberty Loans Parade. Now, tiny bit of backstory. War is expensive. And the American government put it to the people to buy war bonds in order to fund World War I. So what was going on during World War I? Well, the Spanish flu or, or the flu of 1819. It's a better 18, name. The flu of 1917, 1918. Because, just um, sorry, quick side note. The only reason it's called the Spanish flu is because everyone had it. Spain was the only country that was like, 
I would say either dumb enough or just like not dickheadish enough to be like, hey, we got a flu problem. Any of y'all got a flu problem? And they were like, oh, oh, it's a Spanish flu. The Spanish. Well, no, it. it's because uh, the uh, it's because the 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 other countries that it was affecting were in were in war. Yeah. And they had uh, censorship on the media. So, like, the media knew that this stuff was going on. The government knew that this was going on. But they, for fear of causing a panic or of hurting morale, they refused and to allow the newspapers to print it or to allow the radio stations to broadcast it. You ever but notice that preserving morale is all, they always do things, I think, that would hurt morale more than just fucking tell us. You ever notice that? Yeah, exactly. Like Donald Trump saying, oh, it, it'll be done by Easter. It'll be done by, don't worry about it. Coronavirus. It'll go away. It'll go away like magic. Right now we only have nine cases. So, it'll be basically one tomorrow. The city of Philadelphia during the first outbreak was, I mean, they, they, they followed guidelines. You still had people going around saying, man, fuck this. I want to work and it's not going to affect me and da, 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 da. Well, anyway, after the first wave was over, the U.S. government was going around the country doing these big Liberty Loan tours, which the Liberty Loans were basically you buy some debt from the government, you personally, not a bank, not anything like that. And you're going to help the war effort in doing this, which how effective it was still kind of we're not doing them today. I'm going to put it that way. We're, we're not doing Liberty bonds today. Anyway, that's because so money's not even a real construct this, anymore. Going, going from city to city to town to town, they would hold these parades where they would show people what they were buying. Basically, uh, it would be a military parade. They had aircraft, sometimes like you know, little <laughs> boats brought down the street. This it's is what you bought. You funded aircraft. this parade. It's broke you know, World War One. The aircraft were very rudimentary, and they that's had why to I take was... the wings off because of the trolley wires. But um, yeah, that's why I was um, laughing when it's like, "Look what you bought—a sop with camel. It's uh, made <laughs> of cardboard, kid. Yeah, stay away. It's so, flammable." So anyway, on, in the week leading up to the Liberty Bond Parade, the local naval base, which is still there in Philadelphia, the the the, the, the naval base in Philadelphia, it's called the Philadelphia Naval, naval Yard, um, saw an outbreak of the flu. And so military leaders are telling, you know, doctors and whatnot, you know, hey, we have an outbreak here. We have an outbreak here. We, you know, we, you know, we, we, um, as you do, yeah. We can't, uh, you know, we, that sort of thing, uh, you know, how, how do we contain it? How do we fight it? So then the doctors turn around and tell the city of Philadelphia, holy shit, they're having an outbreak at the Naval Yard. We cannot have a parade. You cannot you know, undo restrictions that are already in place. Like, you know, we don't know how to stop this or how to fight this. And the city kind of toyed with it for a second and went, now we're going to have the parade anyway. Anywho, 200,000 people, more than 200,000 people showed up for this parade in close quarters, no mask wearing, no social distancing, two things that had been advised. If you're going to have the parade, at least do this, at least do this. Um, um, Hang on. Uh, yeah, I mean that seems that seems total Philadelphia. Just like fuck them. <laughs> We're gonna two, do what we want. Two days after the parade was over, remember it's about two hundred thousand people showed up. Forty-seven thousand confirmed cases and twelve thousand deaths in the next two weeks. It is on record as the deadliest parade to ever occur in the world and that includes parades where yes, like you know USA, someone panicked and there, was, 
where you know only. someone panicked in a crowd and it caused a rush and a crush only, like you know that kind of stuff it just yeah only fucking philadelphia would not only trash their own city when they win a sports franchise game yeah but also they would have the Guinness Book of World Records yeah. for deadliest only, only Philly would be like, fuck the flu. You think you can fucking tell me to stand? <laughs> fuck you in, you fucking Spanish flu. And then they all get sick. Fuck you, I'm not dying. I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm still laying down a bit. Uh, well, you think no, I'm scared? So it, was a, it, was a, it, it was a huge, huge problem to the point where um, most of City Hall got infected and was out of commission. And to the point where, as well as the police and the firefighters, who also, of course, participated in the parade, to the point where the women's auxiliary had to take over for a few days just to keep the lights on in City Hall. This was also like, the time when science was like a lot more fluid, I feel like. And I feel like well, the- we, 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 vaccines were very new. We didn't have a vaccine for the flu at the time. Uh, germ theory was fairly well established. But we had nothing to uh, like antibiotics were still really new. Like, uh, yeah, antibiotics yeah, were around, but it all was, you gotta I do mean, is go down to the local bleed and rebalance your humus. Yeah, exactly. No, or go down to the local drugstore where they'll prescribe you bourbon. Um, or, yes. or laudanum or uh, some yes. opiate. Hmm. Seems as though, yes, yes, of course. You have you you have ghosts in your blood. Here, let's do some <laughs> cocaine about it. I, like, oh. yeah. I just like that the news was always like deadly flow. Oh, perhaps dastardly planned by the Kaiser. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's um, yeah. Fucking God, only only in Philadelphia. All right. So our last uh, our last news part here is we wanted to bring oh. back. Go ahead. Sorry, was that the end? Well, of uh, I was going to say, please tell me it's the bananas. I have such good antidotes for this. Oh no, no, this is. We, I wanted to do. I felt bad, so I wanted to do a dear Wesley. So the way we normally do these. Uh. Uh, is yes. it's and we take we take it am I the asshole or dear Abby or something and we pose the question uh, as as if we were talking to Wesley and at the end of it we workshop ways in which Wesley uh, would respond to this and what Wesley's advice would be. We we also give like our own answers to it because uh, yeah. if that's more fun, but also we'll come up with like what Wesley would do to resolve it. And for I'm gonna tell this for Bobby and for any new listeners out there. Wesley was our original fan back when the show first started. It was just me and Pete. Wesley was the only person listening to us. So it was kind of a three person show then too, with uh, two makers and one listener. And as time went on, we built up an audience kind of sort of, but uh, Wesley what? always stuck around and we just keep bringing them back and referencing them. Wesley, our only Wesley fan or very... planned by the Kaiser. <laughs> Wesley is a very particular and peculiar personality type. So he's a very fun character for me and Pete to uh, to imitate and uh, bring up these things. So, so that is says, who Wesley is. So this and says, uh, uh, this am I good? All right. So, uh, dear Wesley, uh, am I wrong for refusing to attend my best friend's unassisted home birth? Um, what? Yeah. Uh, no. God, that's <laughs> gross. Oh, let me get into it. Let me get into it. Uh, dear Wesley, my best friend is 27 weeks pregnant and has incredibly limited prenatal care according to them missy things like a 20-week anatomy scan almost all the ultrasounds and a glucose test is because it's too difficult to find health care uh are not while non-binary so her friend is non-binary and they apparently can't find health care that they feel comfortable with uh i'm sure it isn't cool, the easy- but i don't want to watch someone give birth wait is this person like gonna play doctor hold like, on, not hold just on. there to witness just it wait, just wait just keep, hold on I'm sure it isn't the easiest, but I sort of feel like if you've committed to parenting, 
you've signed yourself up to having regular health care during your pregnancy, even if it's difficult or slightly uncomfortable. For context, they're white with private health insurance. Recently, I found out that it's been difficult to find health care because no one will take them on as a patient since they want an unassisted home birth with no midwife or anything. After basically, oh, after basically no midwife or, or doctor for most of their pregnancy, Early on in their pregnancy, they asked me to support them during the labor and birth. Now that I know their plan is to skip any prenatal care uh, during their pregnancy and home birth, I don't feel comfortable putting myself into that situation, especially because I might have to make a major decision if it goes south or be unable to. My friend is incredibly hurt, and I am refusing to attend their unassisted home birth, and they don't feel like I'm being supportive of their birthing decision, and I've totally let them down at an important time in their life. Dear Wesley, am I being an asshole for skipping this birth? No! Oh my god, what the hell? Okay, first of all, I don't care about the the person refusing, like, a doctor helping them. Like, you can, it's so easy to die when you're having a baby. Maybe, you know, try to stay alive. And also, if you're well, not going to accept any assistance, then why do you need the friend to assist you? Why is that suddenly important? How are they going to help you, but it's still going to be unassisted? Are they just going to be in the room cheering you on? Do you want them yeah, to stare I mean, at your not, lady bits? That's, that's not the lady bits of your non-binary that, self as the baby comes out? Like, what? Why? What is this? It's, okay, it's yeah, fine. it's it's not unassisted. You need to tell them that it's not unassisted if I'm going to be there. I'm respecting your birth plan. But, I mean, here's the thing is, like, why why not have i mean you can do a home birth there are obgyns and there are uh doulas and midwives that will do home births like does it just mean unassisted as in like you know oh i'm on i'm on the train going to work today and all of a sudden oh i'm gonna have this baby right here in the middle of you know the 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 number 12 train heading into downtown like you know what 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 do they mean unassisted but then they want people there to assist them you know, well, they said specifically the midwife. I've been watching a lot of the alien movies and reading a lot of the uh, alien, the xenomorph mythos lately. And I'm reminded of one of the books where like this cult stole some xenomorph <laughs> eggs because they some there for some reason they worshiped the xenomorph and they all like were they were all willing to become like alien hosts. And in the book, it was like as the alien attached itself, the cult members thought, oh, my God, I've made a huge mistake. Blah! And so that's all I can think of when this lady does the first push is completely alone besides her dumbass husband um no help and she's ah, i've made a horrible mistake okay so i have wesley's answer if you'd like to hear it yeah what would <clears throat> what would wesley say to this oh you see i think that you actually are the asshole and it's not because you won't show up but because you're not telling your friend that she's a dumbass and needs to go to the goddamn hospital because you see my ma had hernia surgery about 27 years ago and she had unassisted hernia surgery hernia surgery and now 27 years later i'm still having to drive her everywhere i should have just told her to go arrest to the doctor i see i love wesley but i feel like wesley was probably an unassisted home birth like i feel like the wesley <laughs> the wesley family is one of those me, she didn't even realize it the, 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 the wesley later, family the toilet was crying <laughs> the wesley family was like put the pregnant woman in a tire swing when she starts having contractions and just push her until the force <laughs> brings out the baby that's how you do things in georgia mm-hmm. Um, no, fuck this. Like, you can't ask me to be a good friend, but then be like, I really want you to go help me pick out chainsaws so I can then cut myself in half uh, for a TikTok video later. Why won't <laughs> you be part of that? Because it sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah.
Like, I mean, it's it's totally fine if you don't want to have a baby at a hospital, especially yeah. if you're healthy and you're getting regular checkups. But you have to have someone who's got, like, is this person had kids before? Like, have they? You it know, doesn't sound like. Have- I it does say no. I mean, she doesn't realize what a nightmare this is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's also, also, it's also, you mean you don't want it to be professionally assisted. You want to right. guilt friends into your bad decision. Which is weird because you have private health insurance. So like you, this yeah. is, this is, look, I'm going to, I'm going to, maybe, uh, maybe this is going to sound mean, but like, this is some dumb, well-to-do white people shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like yeah, this is no, some people maybe, that like, maybe yeah. not well-to-do white people, but this is like some crunchy mama work kind of stuff you know like like all you need is the we're gonna light the lavender oils and that'll really help the baby you know with crystals it's people have been giving birth without doctors for for millennia yeah and a lot of them died yeah like i'm not saying you have to get an epidural or you know if you know vaccination is their concern for whatever reason like don't you know (laughs) i read this with uh, uh, a girlfriend fiance actually uh Uh, told me about this and i was like you know the uh um the only the the number one killer of women i think throughout history has been men but i feel like the number two (laughs) number two killer of women has been childbirth well Uh, i mean but what is childbirth but a dude killing a woman (sighs) so that could so that could tie back into like yeah but either way like why would you be like yeah let's roll the dice and see if that happens you know what i mean like that's just jesus christ that's like yeah. if I need, that would be like asking asking Wilder to be there as I got like unassisted an unassisted append is it appendiotomy your appendix out uh, appendectomy yeah I'd be like Wilder will you come maybe. over and hold the wound open while I dig out my own appendix please why won't you support my why won't you support me in healthcare I mean how much alcohol are you providing <laughs> for me that's, yeah that's, that's what I would ask the president I'm gonna show up. But I'm gonna be fucking. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna drink a whole bottle of whiskey. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, no. Talking about talking yeah. about alcohol and surgery. That's what we did before opioids. Yeah. Like literally for for hundreds for thousands of years, we were. Uh, there is on record a doctor who he holds two world records. One is for the fastest removal of a human leg, because again, you had to do it fast, or the person was going to suffer. Uh, This guy holds the record. It is standing at 17.9 seconds for leg removal. That's one of the records that he holds. The other record that he holds. So he was going to uh, remove a man's leg at the thigh. Remove a man's leg at the thigh. This is like in the 1890s. Remove a man's leg like where the thigh meets the hip. Totally doable back then. It was survivable. He accidentally castrated the man. And upon realizing his accident, he overcorrected into the chest of a spectator who was leaning over the body because this was one of those like theater. Right. That's when you could just be like, I want to go removal. watch a dude get his leg cut off and be in there. And then pulled back and 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 nicked his assistant on the neck with the with the scalpel. Jesus, he's just like spinning around, cutting people's cleaners and throats off. It all took took just a couple of seconds to happen. The spectator bled out, the patient bled out, and his assistant had a heart attack thinking his jugular (laughs) had been hit. 
and died. He is, it is on record as the only surgery with a 300% fatality rate. That guy probably has a statue <laughs> somewhere outside of college. Is like, at least. What? They all died. Did the leg they guy die? The, the, the guy he was operating on, the spectator and his assistant, they all died. Okay. rate and a surgery involving one person so, like, so the way the way they used to take out i want to say it was gallstones <laughs> um because there was a doctor that did this i read a book on doctoring which by the way don't ever read a book on the history of doctoring it's just it'll all make of you... the past was terrible all of it all every of it. last fucking bit so of it all what of they the what they terrible. what they would do when they took out gallstones for a man was they take your legs they cut into your taint and then they would like reach in there, reach in. reach in and like try to like find the gallstones and pull it out. This one guy and they kept, uh, yeah, yeah, like that, like from Indiana Jones. Like the so they That's said, the word. They said this guy was like a this guy was like a bricklayer, so he was really tough. And so he's, he goes in for the uh, the surgery, and the surgeon was a really bad surgeon. So this dude's just up to his elbow in this guy's taint, fishing around for gallstones for two hours. Oh, Finally, and there's no anesthetic, and there's yeah. no anesthetic, and, and there's the, no anesthetic. The brick guy went, just, you know what, I'll live with the gallstones. Just stop. <laughs> like, this dude would rather live with gallstones than have this man fishing around inside him for any more time. Oh, man. No, it's just, yeah, all of the past was terrible. There's also the case of, uh, I forget the name, uh, but there was a quack doctor who was, well, he was a real doctor, but he had some quack ideas. And one of them was um, surgically implanting a goat's testicle into a human male scrotum. He did this to a bunch of people, quack. right? In, well, to what do you think? To increase virility. That's you know, I mean, why. he did it. He had like even, he had like you, a bunch of people. He got did to, it to. You, but wild it, wild it. You got to pick out the goat. goat sperm. It's just like going to no, no. be there inside of you, what? rotting. Wild, it's going to be rotting meat inside your paint. This was, the, this was the 1850s. He had a really slick wagon that he was selling snake oils and goat <laughs> testicles out of. He's gone like, to the next people, town before you realize your goat nuts don't work. Right and center. Yeah, but no, no, no. There, there was a time, and it had a horrifying death rate. Most men died of their wounds from the surgery, but uh, he just kept on peddling this and just going from town to town. Because remember, and, with no phone, no internet, and a very slow post, basically, I sew 30 goat testicles into 30 men, and then I go to the next town. No one ever knows what happened by the time I'm out of goat testicles. Yeah, and then there was another doctor who prescribed... Uh, it wasn't necessarily bed rest so much as it was enforced sloth. So basically, back in the time whenever, you know, a, a woman said, I think we should be allowed to vote. And they were like, oh, hysterical. Get her out of here. we got to send her to the loony bin. One of the treatments that they gave them was a, basically almost like a cult indoctrination to the only way to stop your hysterics is to lay in bed and do absolutely nothing. Do not That's move extremely a bad single, for humans. It, do not move a single muscle. Well, we know that now. We because well, for a number of reasons, reasons it's extremely cocaine bad. and baby formula. We didn't know it was bad for you. Because like, this was the it, time, man. If you were a doctor with some ideas, if you were a doctor with some ideas, the eighteen like the eighteen hundreds to like the very early nineteen hundreds. I mean, well, was what a time to be alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like like I could, said before, hmm, yeah, you got ghosts in your blood. Let's yeah, do some cocaine about it. Because like, you could cover up most things with like 
a prescription to heavy opiates and then be gone before anybody's like, I don't think that man was a good doctor. My body's <laughs> full of goat testicles. Oh, dastardly <laughs> plot by the Kaiser. <laughs> I think that doctor was the Kaiser. I have got another one. Send the goat testicles in. Oh, you goddamn! Oh, you goddamn Kaiser! Yeah, so I guess we'll leave you on this, guys. Go to the hospital. You don't have to have a hospital birth, but you know there are there there are doulas, there are midwives. Uh, you know, there's a lot oh, of different. Totally. They'll they'll do like there are doulas and midwives that will do all the crunchy granola sandal yeah. wearing shit you want them to do. Yeah. I had a friend of mine; she she birthed twins in her own bathtub at just her own house. Just don't have a baby alone, because like you don't know. I mean, again, anybody who wants to have a baby alone, I urge you to go watch all the movies in the Alien series and be like, and now you have to raise it as your own. Yeah. You know, like yeah, but pregnancy in and of itself is fucking scary. I'm so glad I was born without a uterus. They are fucking complicated. They should cost five million dollars a piece. And also, pregnancy is a fucking body horror movie. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Like, you no, know, I read a, I read a lot of stories about um women women who you're have throwing another person inside yourself. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. but also, I, you know, I gotta say that like evolution. I'm just like wincing here at like, the thought of like surgically implanted goat testicles Ev- evolution like, audience evolution. don't do that we Man- usually don't know what we're talking about we do in this case don't put goat balls in yourself <laughs> mammalian yeah. evolution is stupid the egg is far better for everyone we should just be able to push out eggs and then go jerk off on them and that's how you have a kid fuck mammals this is the dumbest you mean this it's got to grow inside you and you got to push it out like what the fuck uh-huh. yeah you know, so go to the hospital is all I'm saying, unless you can lay eggs. And if you can lay eggs, that's pretty cool. If one, God, imagine if humans could lay eggs, how much uh, women online could like sell those for. Like, I mean, you know how much gamer bathwater costs, right? Imagine gamer eggs, gamer girl eggs. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Like you can make a mint off that if you're a woman and play video games. So yep. there you go. In, a, in an alternate reality where humans lay eggs, there's your idea. Yep. So guys, I was saying, just go to, go to a fucking hospital. Like, God damn, especially if you have insurance and you can, like you're so wonderfully privileged. If you have private health insurance, use it. Yeah. I, I know when I got my insurance, especially the good insurance that I have in New York city, boy, every time I go to the doctor, they're like, do you want a, uh, uh, um, you know, a vaccine for like doc, both arms hit me with all the vaccines. I'm trying to get that super soldier serum. You know what I'm saying? Would you like us to park your car for you? Yeah, I try to get any anything that like I'm going to the dentist, like I'm getting braces I don't need. You know what I mean? Like I'm getting new eyeballs from the optimal. I don't care. Whatever the insurance covers, brother, let's do it. It's Pete. Yeah. What was wrong with your legs? Nothing. The braces were free. Friggin' <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When you live your life on like the don't get sick plan for your 20s. Man, when you hit your 30s and get that insurance, buddy, like you're, you're, yeah, you're like, I got it. I got stuff I didn't even need. Great. <laughs> Speaking of stuff people don't even need, Pete, hit them with the socials. Uh, if you like our podcast, please, uh, I know everyone says this, but for the love of God, um, find your own Wesley, tell them to listen to it and have that Wesley tell two other Wesleys. And those Wesleys will tell, eventually, we'll have an army of Wesleys and we Pyramid can continue. Pyramid to success. 
Yeah, we can continue to uh, was we could Bernie was it Bernie Madoff the king of the uh, Ponzi scheme? Ponzi we can punt. Yeah. We can Ponzi scheme Ponzi this scheme. podcast to glory. Um, if you want to follow us, Wilder, what are our what are our socials? Uh, you can follow us uh, Twitter at those muckrakers. Uh, you can also email us at those muckrakers at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube at uh, thriftington or youtube.com slash thrifting post. We'll eventually do a YouTube. Uh, Twitter or a Muckrakers YouTube thing if we get like enough listeners for it to be um, worth you know moving all the yeah. videos over and let's see uh, if you'd like to support us financially you can do so by going to Amazon and buying the Dusk Belt series there's still just two books uh, Pete is copy editing the uh, the third one as soon as that's done we'll have that out there uh, I have several others written for him to go through after that it'll be a glorious day when those can start getting pushed out monthly or if you'd like to start a GoFundMe or a Patreon in our names, we'll also accept all the money from that. Uh, we are we are lazy as hell. Hey, we put all our work into this. So the least you could do, start our own. If Patreon you'd like for to us. send us gold bars, as we once pleaded for you to do, you can do so by emailing us uh, those muckrakers at gmail.com. and we will send you Wesley's real life address, and you can go to his address in person and drop off gold bars. That's yeah. our preferred form of currency and donation. Yes. Also, you can always uh, you can always ship us green dot cards, uh, yes. Visa green dot cards, five dollar green dot cards. Uh, you know, donations can be any amount so long as they're an individual five dollar green dot cards. Yep. Also, if you're going to donate the money, try to break it into increments under ten thousand dollars because then we don't have to report it to the government. Exactly. Yes, that's exactly. actually very important. Yeah. And if there is a banking or brokerage firm error error in your favor, please consider donating. Yes, <laughs> we promise we'll give you some of the money back. We're just out to fuck big brokerage. <laughs> That's how capitalism is destroyed. Just a whole bunch of banking errors in favor of people making $26,000 a year. We somehow become revolutionaries <laughs> in the, in the banking stop, wars stop. of the 2020s, you know, you lionized. <laughs> be fantastic. Oh, All right, guys, uh, we'll see you next week. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hang on. I got one thing. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I have one thing. Okay. Guess what I did this weekend? What did you do I this weekend? I had two consecutive days off in a row for the first time in a year and two months. Isn't that nice? Hell, yeah. Guess what I did with that time? I started my own YouTube channel. It's nice. where I play video games, and it's called Captain Bobber's Plays. C-A-P-T-B-O-B-B-E-R-S-P-L-A-Y-S. And oh, uh, there's, only one, there's only one episode up. It is of uh, me playing okay. Cities Skylines. Follow that. We'll also try to link it uh, with this episode as yeah, well. Yeah, so you can follow that link. too. So um, we'll try to try to link stuff. Yeah, make sure to like and subscribe, like and subscribe, share, ring the bell on this podcast as well as mine. If you could, um, that'd be great. Also, if you would like us to use a Confederate monument as a toilet, please email us at thosemuckrakers at gmail.com explaining specifically which Confederate monument you would like us to use as a toilet and why. And we'll see if we can accommodate you. That was if you'd like to steal things. a Confederate statue for us, you can send it to Wesley's. We'll, again, send you his address. <laughs> and he can just show us. <laughs> oh, these goddamn statues of Robert E. Lee keep showing up. Oh, damn it, it's Robert E. Lee again. Oh, I have no, a I love it. What am I supposed to do with them? It's the same goddamn it. statue. Whenever, whenever Rush Limbaugh died, whenever Rush Limbaugh died, somebody some somebody put up on somebody put up on the Twitter.com. Uh, they were like, uh, well, if Rush Limbaugh was so upset about gender neutral bathrooms, why is his grave going to be one? <laughs> <laughs> you know, normally I don't celebrate anybody's death, but I made an exception for him. Oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. 
Yep. Oh if, god. If yes. No, and if you and if you would like and if you would like us to turn Rush Limbaugh's headstone into a toilet, please send it care of Wesley at PO box. <laughs> I'm willing to go to jail for crapping in Rush Limbaugh's uh, plot. That's that would hit that that would do be so great for our numbers. You know what I mean? Like I'd be hailed as a hero. I get to go on Fox News and call uh, Tucker Carlson a fuck boy. You know? Oh man. Great. All right. Well, bye, bye, everybody. Bye, guys. See, See you next week. Is over. Pee on a Confederate bye. monument near you.